A Duff Said is brought to you by Sheldon Street Pizza. Visit them online at sheldonstreetpizza.com or stop by Sheldon's during your next trip to Lake Orion. Sheldon Street Pizza, the official pizza of A Duff Said. And by Fourth Coast Cider Works, quality craftsmanship, quality hard cider. You can check them out online at fourthcoastciderworks.com or come get a can or a howler at their Canterbury Village location. Not available for anyone under the age of 21. Please drink responsibly. Saginaw Valley State lost a heartbreaker this past Saturday to the number one ranked team in the country, the Ferris State Bulldogs. Now the Cardinals actually led this game on their home turf throughout much of the second half. But with just over a minute left to play, the defending Division II national champion Bulldogs managed to grab the lead and head out of Saginaw with a 33-28 victory. Now this is the second loss in a row for Saginaw Valley State and it does not get any easier this weekend. For the third week in a row, the Cardinals are taking on a team ranked in the top 10 in the country in Division II. This week, the 8th ranked Indianapolis Greyhounds come into Saginaw for homecoming week. The Cardinals are looking to bounce back and have a great time this weekend at homecoming. I caught up with head coach Ryan Brady to talk about last week's game and the Cardinals' preparations for the Greyhounds. My conversation with head coach Ryan Brady starts now. You led the number one team in the country until that final minute and some change. And then the Bulldogs, they just managed to grab the lead and ultimately take the win away from you guys. What were they able to do on that final drive? Yeah, uh, well, there's a lot of un- lot to unpack um, in that question. There, um, you know, we had a we had a multitude of opportunities in the second half. Um, obviously, we had an eight point lead, um, you know, going into the fourth quarter, um, and so, you know, we had an opportunity for a uh, a pick six, an interception for a touchdown that we had our hands on, and just we just couldn't couldn't bring it in. Um, so that was unfortunate. And then we, um, you know, we had a strip sack fumble, um, which we thought we recovered and we fell right on top of it and the ball squirted out the side. And then we, you know, we had the quarterback tackled and we picked him up and tried to throw him down. And, you know, he's, he landed on his feet and took off for 46 yards and, you know, and we had a couple unsportsmanlike foul penalties, um, that really hurt us when we uh, had already been off the field already won on third down so uh really it was just um you know we lost our focus and uh, ultimately we just didn't finish i know you don't really like to think about moral victories but this is the second straight year that your guys over at saginaw valley state you guys were able to take ferris state down to the wire you guys had them in overtime last year before they managed to escape uh, last season and then this past saturday you had the lead against them going into the final minute of the game now, even though you did come up short in those games, uh, what does that say about your program that you have been that close with one of the best Division II programs in the entire country? Yeah, it just tells us that we're closing the gap. And, um, you know, like we talked about last week, you know, we're 
we're a really good football team, but you know, we want to be a great team um, and great teams, um, you know, finish in those situations. And so uh, it's really the next step um, that we need to take is, um, you know, we need to finish um, uh, when it matters. Um, you know, the difference between 21 and 22 is, you know, I just felt like in 21, um, you know, we were, we were trying to, we were playing catch up um, a little bit in that game. Um, this game, um, you know, I thought we dominated the second and third quarters and um, had the momentum, you know, with eight, nine minutes to go in the fourth quarter. And, you know, ultimately, um, you know, uh, we made some critical errors um, that cost us, you know, and offensively, you know, we had some opportunities and, uh, you know, I uh, got to give them credit. Um, you know, Ferris made plays when they had to, but, um, you know, offensively we, um, we struggled and had five, three and outs um, in the second half. And, um, you know, they really, uh, we knew they had a great defense and, um, you know, we were trying to protect the lead and um, obviously they had a great pass rush. And so um, it was obviously a little, uh, it was a, it was a tricky, a tricky situation. And, uh, unfortunately, um, it, it slipped away from us. Ferris State started this game by leading 20-7, to and you knew that you had the talent to make up that margin, but what did you have to say or what adjustments did you have to make in order to help turn things around? Yeah, you know, we just didn't settle in very quickly um, defensively, uh, but once we settled in, I thought our defense played outstanding, um, and that's, that's the key with Ferris. You know, they're a big play offense. Um, and they move fast and they play with um, a lot of tempo. Um, and so um, you got to get used to the, the speed on the perimeter against them. And so they took advantage early on, um, you know, on the edge and the perimeter. And, um, you know, we were, we, we hung around. And then um, once our defense settled in, our defense started creating turnovers. And then um, offensively, we, 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 we figured out um, a little bit of what they were trying to do and um, turn those turnovers into points. And, you know, we went into halftime, um, you know, with a 21-20 lead. And we started the third quarter, um, came, got the ball, started the third quarter, came right down and scored, made 28-20. And then, you know, defense just was really locked in. Um, it's really proud of how hard our guys played, um, you know. And then just uh, we got to the fourth quarter and, um, like I said, just so many opportunities, you know, a play here or a play there. Um, and I, I think we steal that one. Um, and so it's going to be, um, you know, we've had to, we've had to pick up the pieces this week and go back to work. And, um, you know, we don't have a lot of time to, um, to, to think about that one anymore as, uh, you know, Indianapolis is coming to town. They're one of 15 teams in division two that are, that are undefeated. And I want to touch base on that game with you here in just a moment, but getting back to your defense and some of the things you said about them, they made some huge stops in this game, including Josh Fusco. He recovered a fumble at one point when they were trying to increase that lead against you guys. He took it to the 20, and that uh, kind of helped set things up for your offense. Fusco is a junior for your program, and aside from making that huge momentum booster, what has he brought to your program? Yeah, Josh is um, Josh. Josh is a really good player. Um, you know, he's he's even a better person. Um, we love Josh, and uh, you know, he's a leader. Um, you know, he's he's he just works so hard. Um, he's a very talented uh, young man. He's he's kind of got the whole package in terms of a uh, you know what we look for in terms of our strong safety position. Um, he's got great speed and quickness, and um, but he's also a really tough and physical, and can set a really good edge. He's a great tackler. Um, and so you know, he's got, he's a high motor guy. Um, and obviously that was a big play, um, with the fumble and, um, 
you know, that was really a key, key moment in the game, uh, you know, for Daly did a great job and you know, put his helmet right in the football and we recovered and then offensively we, we gained some momentum and went bang, bang, bang and got down there and scored. And, um, you know, then the defense went back out there and a couple of plays later it was an interception and then boom, 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 touchdown. And it was halftime. So it was a big momentum swing, um, you know, in the second quarter. Um, and so, um, but yeah, Josh is, Josh is a big part of what we're doing here. You guys had two interceptions off of their quarterback in this game. You guys really did a great job in zeroing in on some of the throws that he was trying to make, and you were able to pick those off. One of those interceptions came from Cameron Mitchell. Now, Cameron isn't a guy that we've had a chance to talk about. Uh, what the kind of elements does he bring to your program? Yeah, Cam's a senior. Um, you know, he's he's been in our program. Uh, we recruited Cam uh, since since my first season here in 2019, so... You know, he's been with the program and been with me um, from the beginning. And uh, he's, he's been a been a key contributor um, on our defense um, and on special teams. Um, and so, uh, you know, Cam's very long and athletic and uh, is very fast. Um, and, and he also is just, just a great person, a great team player. Um, so, you know, he plays a lot of snaps for us and he's made a lot of big plays um, throughout his career. Um, you know, we'll, 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 we'll continue to need that from cam as we move forward here another big contributor he has been a contributor to your defense all season long trevor nawaski he made 15 tackles and he had one of the other interceptions that you had in this game now he just continues to come up big in big game situations what's it been like this season to see him continue to make these strides yeah trevor's trevor's um he's a rock for us you know, he just, uh, he's a guy you can count on every play, um, to do his job. And, um, even when they double team him, he, you know, he splits double teams and, and makes uh, plays for, you know, for, for, for a TFL, um, and, and those kind of things. And if the ball ever is ever in his vicinity, you know, he's, he's, he gets a, a hand on it, you know, he's coming away with that thing. I mean, so Trevor's just a huge playmaker for us and, you know, um, we'll, we'll, we're going to continue to need Trevor to, to be a leader on our defense and, uh, continue to uh, you know play at a really high level. We're talking with Saginaw Valley State head football coach Ryan Brady. The Cardinals take on Indianapolis. They are ranked in the top 10 this weekend. This past weekend, the Cardinals had their chances against the number one team in the country in Ferris State. And in one of those instances, coach, you went for it on 4th and 29, and it paid off. You guys were able to not only convert on fourth down, but you got a touchdown on that play. You know, they say no risk it, no biscuit. So take me through that thought process. What made you decide that you wanted to go for it on that play, and how did you make it work? Yeah, you know, I mean, I wasn't excited about having to go for it um, in that situation. I mean, but there wasn't a lot of time left in the half, and uh, it was a very windy day. I mean, so there was high winds, so um, we were out of field goal range, Um and there was, we were way too close to, um, to punt it. Um, there was going to be no um, reward there. So uh, really, we were just going to take a shot at the end zone. Um, that was the whole premise behind what we were doing. Um, and so we thought maybe we had a pass interference call to play before. Um, you know, didn't get the call. And so, um, you know, we had another penalty um, uh, for holding. So that backed us up and got us in the situation, you know, in the first place. Um, which is not where we wanted to be because we put together a great drive and we were really in, in, in pretty good position there. Um, 
And then, uh, you know, Andrew Brito just made a great play and, uh, you know, he escaped the pocket and um, got out on the perimeter and, um, you know, threw it up to Ernest Sanders and gave Ernest a chance. And Ernest may have uh, pushed up just a little bit, um, but, uh, you know, um, you know, it was no call and uh, it was a touchdown for us. And, um, you know, I thought it was maybe a, maybe a little bit of a makeup call and, um, and that's how it goes. And so it was a, it was a big play for us. Hey, they can't take it back now. So that was a big play that went in your favor. And not only did that play go into your favor, but another instance in which Andrew Brito was on target, he hooked up with Nick Johnson on a 43-yard touchdown pass in the first quarter. How thrilled were you to see some of those big plays go your way after being on the receiving end of those last week against Grand Valley State? Yeah, you know, Ferris has got a great defense. I mean, um, I, I truly believe they're one of um, one of three or four of the best defenses in the nation. Um, and so it's, it's, it's tough sled and they have an unbelievable defensive line. Um, they're hard to move. Um, it's, it's, it's tough to run the ball against them. Um, you know, and so we knew we were going to have to, um, find a way to, um, you know, find a way to, 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 to manage to run the football, um, and be productive. And, you know, you don't want to be one dimensional against them because they have, um, you know, two, um, power five, uh, type defensive ends. Um, one who was the national player of the week last week against us, when you know Caleb Murphy had three sacks and um, you know another three or four TFLs or something crazy. Um, so he was very difficult um, to deal with. Um, but yeah, Andrew Andrew made a nice play and uh, we kind of took advantage of a you know uh, a rule that Ferris has on defense and um, so it was a big play and uh, you know scored on our first drive and you know took a seven six lead and. You know, and then Ferris come back and ran the same exact play, uh, the very next play against us and scored a touchdown. So uh, both teams ran the same play um, with the same result. Um, so it was, it was a classic, um, you know, Ferris State, Saginaw Valley State, um, you know, rivalry game where just this game had a lot to offer, um, you know, big plays and turnovers and, um, you know, a lot of penalties, um, a lot of drama. Uh, it was definitely a, a – you know, one of those classic uh, games where, you know, it's just unfortunate we, were, we come out on the other side. Well, I would definitely say hold on to that play for later this season, especially if you guys make the playoffs. You got another great performance this past week from Andrew Brito. He also ran into touchdowns in addition to those two touchdown throws that he connected on. Those are the kind of things you want to see out of your quarterback in big game situations. And now he's had a taste of that. What are your thoughts on how he is progressing in big game environments such as this? Yeah, he's a gamer for sure. Um, you know, he, he, he's, he battled hard and you know, took a lot of shots. Um, you know, he was, he was, uh, he was pretty banged up after that game, but it's just, he's a tough kid comes right back, back out of practice right away. Um, you know, and so I've been very pleased with, um, you know, how he's handled the big moments um, and how he's continued to, um, lead our team and we're going to continue to need him to do that uh, moving forward here we got a lot of um, a lot of big big games and tough tests coming up and um, you know we got to get back on track this week it was a disappointing loss for sure but a tremendous effort on your guys's part what did you say to your team after the game well it's you know two weeks in a row of uh, you know playing the number one and the number two team in the nation um, which are both uh, better rivals um, for us and so, you know, it's, you, you work hard all year long to play in those games and, 
you know, our expectation was that, you know, we were going to win both of those games. And so uh, to come up short um, in both, um, you know, it's obviously, you know, you're emotionally invested. And so it takes a lot out of you. So there's just a lot of, uh, there's a lot that goes into this. Um, and so, you know, I just told our guys like, Hey, we got to, you got to have a short memory and you got to move on because you got the eighth, eighth ranked team in the nation coming to your house next week and it's homecoming. Um, and you don't have time to feel sorry for yourself. Um, so we're, we're playing, um, you know, I can't imagine anybody having a tougher schedule in the nation than, than what we're playing with. I mean, so number one, number two, and number eight, um, and back to back to back weeks, um, and we've already played um, number nine um, in week two. So, um, you know, it's, you know, it's been a gauntlet um, and, you know, we have to find a way to get back on track this week. And that starts with Indianapolis. We just touched on it. They're ranked number eight in the country. Indianapolis is a program that is from my home state. I've followed the Greyhounds for a number of years when I worked at Indiana Sports Talk. I'm not at all surprised that they are doing so well and ranked so high in Division II. They have a tremendous program out there at Indianapolis. What are some things that you're going to have to contend with when they come into your place this weekend? Yeah, they got a great running back, uh, probably one of the best running backs in the nation, um, Toriano Clinton. So we have to we have to do a great job, and um, you know we have to keep him in check. Um, so their run team, um, they dominate up front on the line of scrimmage. So they want to pound the football. Um, so we got to stop the run, and then obviously they have a, a very very good defense, um, only allowing about 50 yards a game rushing, and so. Um, you know, we got to we got to get back to running the football here. Uh, we've had two weeks um, here where we've um, we've not really met our goal. And so um, so it's going to be a it's going to be a battle. I mean, two 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 teams that, you know, are great at um, stopping the run and running the football. Um, and so uh, this is going to be a big test for us. Obviously, they're five and oh, um, you know, ranked very high um, and coming in here and. Obviously, this is a big game for us because it could be our second um, win against a top 10 opponent. So um, that's very important um, for us and what we continue to want to do. And so, um, you know, we're looking forward to our opportunity on Saturday. And it's going to be homecoming for you guys this weekend as well. Is that going to help uh, add to the excitement or are you concerned that that might be a bit of a distraction as you do take on yet another difficult opponent? Yeah, I don't see homecoming being a distraction. Homecoming's a celebration. Um, homecoming's really for everybody else. Uh, you know, the football team never gets to celebrate homecoming. We're too busy focused on the game. And um, you know, if you win, if you win the football game in homecoming, then homecoming was a success. And so, you know, that's what I told the kids. There's always pressure on homecoming because, um, you know, for everybody to feel great about homecoming, it's because the football team won. And so, um, you know, it's our obligation is to go out there and win the game uh, for everybody else. And, let everybody else enjoy um, the spoils of homecoming and, and the activities and the events. Um, for us, uh, you know, we're, we're singularly focused here on Indianapolis. What could be better than celebrating homecoming with a victory over the eighth-ranked team in the nation? I know that's a goal that you have set for your guys. And, you know, what's it going to take to ultimately achieve that goal? Yeah, we got to play our best. You know, um, it's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a tight game, you know. Um, and so what we need to do is we need to stay focused um, throughout this game. Um, we need to stay focused um, and we need to finish. Um, you know, the details are really going to matter in a game like this. And that's where, you know, you have to be laser focused on, you know, every little detail of what you're supposed to be doing 
and how you're supposed to be doing it. Um, and so that, that really, um, is important. Um, you know, we can't, we can't let opportunities slip away. We need to capitalize on every time we have an opportunity, um, cause that's what great teams do. And so we need to, we need to take, uh, we need to take another step here, um, this week, um, and really go out and, um, you know, have a statement win here. He is the head coach of the Saginaw Valley State Cardinals, Ryan Brady. His Cardinals take on eighth-ranked Indianapolis this weekend. It is homecoming for the Cardinals. Coach Ryan Brady, thank you so much for making some time this week here on A Duff Said Live. Wish you all the best this weekend, and I hope you get a chance to, at least for a minute or two, celebrate homecoming with all your fans because that is a special time of year. It's fall. It's the leaves changing. It's the temperatures starting to get low. It's just a chance for you guys to celebrate with so many great fans and alumni of your program. I hope you guys have a great time this weekend. Yeah, thanks, Duff. I appreciate it. Would you like to hear more about Saginaw Valley State football? Then head to my website, aduffsaid.com. You can hear all of my conversations that I've had this season with head coach Ryan Brady just by going to the Podbean app, Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. For more on Saginaw Valley State football, be sure to look up my Facebook page, sports journalist Duff Tyler. You can also hit me up on Twitter, just look for Duff Tyler. Until next time, I am Duff Tyler, and I am reminding you that if Duff said it, it must be true, because that's what a Duff said.